0: Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times, you may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now let's join our host, Paula Harris.
1: Welcome. This is episode number 189 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title of this episode is Who is My Neighbor? Part 4. Today we're going to continue our focus on the parable of the Good Samaritan and how we should fulfill the law of love toward others without partiality, bias, or favoritism. So today we're going to be focusing on Luke chapter 10 verses 36 and 37. But again, today I'm going to start at verse 25 so that we can get the whole story and then focus on verses 36 and 37. So I want to encourage you to go back and listen to the previous podcast for this month so that you can hear the full explanation in regards to verses 25 and up to what we're covering today. Okay, beginning now, Luke chapter 10, verse 25. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down, on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, took him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day, He took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which one of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Because the good man was a Samaritan, Jesus drew a strong contrast between those who knew the law and those who actually followed the law in their lifestyle and conduct. Jesus is now basically asking the lawyer if he can apply the lesson to his own life with the question, so which one of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? Once again, the lawyer's answer is telling us the condition of his heart and how hard it was toward Samaritans or others who were not Jews. He couldn't even bring himself to say the word Samaritan from the parable and the story that Jesus told. Instead, he said, the good man as he who showed mercy. His hate for the Samaritans, which really are his neighbors, was so strong that he couldn't even refer to them in a proper way. Jesus then tells the lawyer to go and do likewise, meaning that he should start living what the law tells him to do and what this lawyer had studied and knew mentally or in his mind, but needed to also practice from his heart. It's not difficult for us to see in the priest and the Levite a picture of the powerlessness of the law to be able to help a sinner. The law commanded, love your neighbor as yourself, but it didn't give any power to be able to do it. Neither is it difficult to identify the good Samaritan in regards to the Lord Jesus Christ, who was the one who came where we were. Saved us from our sins and made full provision for us from earth to heaven through all eternity. The priests and Levites may disappoint us, but the Good Samaritan, in regards to Jesus, never will. The story of the Good Samaritan had an unexpected twist to it. It started off to answer the question, "Who is my neighbor?" but it ended by posing to us and to the lawyer the question, to whom do you prove yourself to be a neighbor? Let me say it again. It's not so much who is my neighbor, because then you can put limitations on that. The question is, to whom will you prove yourself to be a neighbor? The central issue is not determining whose one neighbor is, but being a good neighbor to all. At the end of the conversation, we see that Jesus wants us to do the same thing that the Samaritan did. Our neighbors are not only the people near us, the people within our community, the people within our country, or the people within our church or congregation— our being neighborly should break through boundaries; our compassion should extend to more than just those in our present space. Is there any one or any group of people you just cannot see yourself associating with? Can you call any to mind? If so, that presents a problem in obeying God's word fully. You cannot love and hate at the same time. You cannot be compassionate and despise at the same time. You cannot draw near to a person but then extend your arm to hinder them from coming close. This is not going to work, and it doesn't benefit you or the other person or bring glory to God. If you were to read further in the book of Luke... There were groups of others who were socially outcast. If you look at chapter 2, verse 32, and chapter 24, verse 47, you'll see that the Gentiles were outcast. If you looked at chapter 2, verses 8 to 20, you would see how shepherds were outcast. If you look at chapter 6, verse 20 to 23, you would see that the poor were outcast in the book of Luke. In chapter 10, verse 30 to 36, and chapter 17, verse 16, you see the Samaritans are are outcast. In chapter 15, verse 1, the tax collectors and sinners are outcast. In chapter 17, verse 11 to 17, there's another group of people, if you study, that are outcast, and they were the lepers. This issue of diversity is now in our present time and again in the ministry of Jesus. He was willing to be associated with the tax collectors. He stated that his message is for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And then he sent his disciples to the lost sheep as well. And he told the chief priest and elders of the people that tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God ahead of you. That's in Matthew chapter 21, verse 31. Here we are at the end of the parable and we see that the lawyer just could not admit his shortcomings. When he was asked, who is his neighbor Instead of answering the Samaritan, he answered the one who showed mercy. I pray that you're not being stiff-necked or stubborn about any sin or hardness that may be in your heart toward another. May you confess and keep on confessing until you have a lifestyle of loving God and others. And if you're the one who's being rejected and considered racially, Intellectually or socially inferior, please know that that's not God's mindset toward you. John chapter 3, verse 17 says, For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So Jesus, our Savior, asked this question Which of the three Proved neighbor to the helpless man. The one who showed mercy, of course, is the answer. So then what did he say to the lawyer next? Go and do likewise. I do pray that we learn from this parable, which is to teach us insights into what the heart of God is toward everyone. And may we be open that God may develop his heart within us. Well, join me next week, and in the meantime, smile, Jesus loves you.
0: Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to twmforjesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.